For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. For us to gather from wherever we have come from, home, work, school, to once again hear your word, hear your voice, speak to us. Let it guide us and lead us into great well-being in this life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You may be seated this evening. Tonight, I were to give somebody a ticket to go to Hamburg. Even though you don't speak German, you'll be very happy. And if I give you a ticket to go to London or, or New York, you'll be so very happy. And if I give you a ticket to go to Wagadugu, you wonder what have I done? Because um, that place is not a place where we have a, a desire to go. And we have a strong desire to go to Europe. Because Europe is developed. And, and when you go there, you will see things. And you will have things. And you will pass on proper road. And a car that is 10 years old will still have very good shock absorbers. That's why we buy old cars in Ghana. Amen. Amen. Because they are developed. And so one of the great signs of a good leader is that you build something. Amen. Amen. A sign that, you see, we don't know who are good leaders. We cannot see it on their faces. And we cannot hear it in their speeches. So, you cannot see a good leader from the way he talks because they can say very powerful things and you can't see from the way he dresses because they can wear very powerful dresses and some who are very good wear very simple dresses so it's very difficult to see a good leader from his words, his appearance, or from 
other things. So one of the easiest signs of who is a good leader is from his works. And that is why tonight we are talking about if you want to be a good leader, you must build something. Push your neighbor and tell him that if you are a good leader, you will build something. Use your elbow to push the person. If you are a correct leader, you will build something. Are you solving a problem? You are. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. You know, Solomon is, is known as a very wise person. Solomon, you'll be a and a very wise leader. No, And so let us see one of the things that uh, um, is outstanding about him. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 2, starting from verse 3. Uh, this is he explaining why he did what he did. And he said, I sought in my heart to give myself into wine. That he would go and taste different kinds of alcohol. And yet acquainting my heart with wisdom. It means he didn't lose control. And to lay hold on folly. That he could see, he could in a way do things without restraint. Why? I didn't Till I might see what was good for the sons of man, which they should do under the heaven all the days of their lives. That was his aim. To see what was good for men to do. To spend their lives doing. I mean, people spend their lives doing many different things. So this is what Solomon was investigating to find out what should men do with their lives. And then he said, I'll say, are, are you there? Are you there? I made me great works. And I builded me houses. If you want to be a great leader, you must build a house. I didn't hear an amen. I'm not talking to those who are rich. I don't mean those who come from university houses or graduates. If that was my intention, 
I would ask some of you, please excuse me and go outside when I discuss house building. But, but I didn't do that. So I'm talking to everybody here in this room. So push your neighbor's head and say, they are talking to you. I, I, I don't care where you work, they are talking to you. One day somebody said, only rich men build houses. Tell them go to the village. Everybody has a house. Everybody in the village has a house. So houses is not for rich people. It is for those who put their mind to build a house. Some of you who are here, you have cancelled yourself off the house list. When I say build a house, then you say next question. Now, it's not next question. It's build a house. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 6. Jeremiah says, When you go to the land where you have caused you, can you fix this sound? There's something echoing or, or doing something in the background. Can somebody fix it? There's no one on the table. They've all gone out. They're all outside getting fresh air. Listen. Jeremiah said that. Go to the place where I have caused you to be carried captive. Even where you are captive. Tell somebody, you are free. You are, in Kumasi, you are free. You are better than that person. You are better than that person who is a captive in somewhere Babylon. And so don't remove yourself off the house building list. Amen. Amen. Many years ago, in when I went to Tamale, Tamale no? Bishop called me. Bishop As I was going, he said, When I should go buy land and build a house. And when he said it, I said, Okay. Okay, me see you. And I went. But when I got there, I, I saw things were a bit different. It wasn't that simple. So after about a year, when I came to Accra, I found that I hadn't started anything. And Bishop one day met me and asked me, have you started building a house? I, I said no. But it's not easy. And he said, no, build a house, build a house. And I, I left again. And then I didn't come back immediately for about another year or something. So then about two years later, he asked me, how far have you come with the house? And I said, I haven't started. I don't have money. He didn't say nonsense, but it was almost like nonsense. He said, go and build. And I, I was thinking in my head, you don't know what I'm seeing. You may never know limited health. But I, I went back. And I went to ask around. But it was almost in my mind, out of my reach. So, until I didn't start, until the third year, 
Tell somebody three years later. When I came to Accra, and then he told me, Have you started? And how he said it? A certain fear caught me. I said, I'm going. <laughs> so I went back. And I went to check on the price of land. Then I bought land. Then I bought land. Then I bought land. If I had listened to him and started earlier, I would be a very rich person by now. Very rich. Because I would have a lot of land. What I'm saying is that I cancelled myself off that list. Until pressure, physical, personal pressure was placed upon me. And then I, I went and built a house. Started a house. And I bought land and I kept buying land. And I kept on buying more and more land. Don't, don't you wait three years like I waited three years? After even two months, cement has gone from 23 to 27. After two months, after one year, it will be 45 or 85 or 105. You don't know where it goes. They will change the city back to minus 10. They will come to 10 cities again. But listen, build a house. Everybody can build a certain kind of house. Some want a mansion. They want a house. Four bedroom house with a family room, TV room, basketball courts, swimming pool. You are dreaming. You are dreaming. You will never build that kind of house. Four bedroom house. Look at your legs. Can your legs walk in four bedroom house? Go and build single two room boys quarters and be inside your two room boys quarters. Go and buy. One day I saw somebody. He has bought land. I said, Oh, well done. Do you know what he has bought? Half plot. Half plot. You can buy half plot. I said, You can buy half plot. You want to buy big land? You want to buy Ishaiso one plot there. You are not correct. Go to Sunyani Road or Accra Road or Sunyani Road. Go somewhere. There are people there too. We are building branches there too. Don't worry. Yes. If you can't come here, go to the branch there. I said, go and buy land somewhere. There is a land you can afford. Even if you can't buy land now, go and rent a room for high dining. Somebody stop patching. Stop patching in somebody's room. You came as a visitor two years ago and you are still there. They, they helped you to come and land in Kumasi or come from there to here 
you just came come and be here temporarily and you are still there and you don't pay anything to you don't help pay any life bill shame on you permanent picture you are going against the bible and you are showing that you are not a good leader. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody you can build something. You can build a house. Listen, you must not be happy if you are patching in somebody's house. You must not be happy. You came just to pass through. No, baby. Is there men? Oh, by true. Push a man nearby. Ask him. Are you Push a man nearby. No. Push. Push a man nearby. Piano. Push it. Are you paying rent anywhere? You are just patching. Amen. Amen. Building is a biblical injunction. And so tonight, and you see this church. Sorry, We believe in building. And I have seen. There are two things I have learned. You can build very simply. Very economically. Because every time I ask people to estimate the value of this property here, nobody has come close to the real figure. They, they all call very, very wild figures and I'm just laughing my head you have no idea I spent a fraction of what you are calling to build this place by wisdom is the house builded the little money you have you can build a house I was talking to prophet some years ago prophet and he said one of his friends was in university and he built a house yeah he built a house he dug the foundation and did everything and he built a house while he was in school tell somebody I, I think you can build a house I think you can build a house. At least rent your own place. Amen. Amen. At least rent one single room or something where you can be there. I made me, I planted me vineyards. And I made me gardens and orchards. And I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. Number two. Tell somebody plant a garden. Yeah. Tell somebody plant flowers. Plant flowers in tree. 
or green grass. And that's it. Pastor, my there's only concrete. say, <laughs> No problem. Go and get flower pots. Flower pot. flowers. And listen. Listen. Flowers. Carefully. Flowers. They are actually quite useless. So, if you can learn how to cultivate and keep flowers, which means you are learning how to do something in your life that seems to have no benefits. Because many things in life are like that. They don't seem to have a benefit. When you help some people, you don't seem to see their use. It's just for appearance. Learn to appreciate and like nature. Even go and find a milotin and put in soil. And then go and cut some flour and put it inside and put it in your bedroom. Amen. Let, let there be some kind of nature or green thing around you. Too much concrete. I mean, you see, they, they say that, oh, when there's cement, then there's no weeding or, or any... <laughs> All the beauty is gone. That's why even though here is stones and, and, and rocks and paving blocks, we are still planting trees around, around here. And when we finish here, it will be like a garden. It will be like a garden. Only we haven't finished. But I, I want you to learn. You see, I, I, I read somewhere when children grow up without going outdoors. In, in the garden, I mean, our outdoors is not nice outdoors. Many they, are, they become, they easily become gangsters. Is that, is that clear? They, they become hard easily. Children who don't play outside with grass and flowers they easily become some kobolo kind of boy. And so you need to have something soft and gentle around you in your house. Amen. Amen. Where there is no leader, even when they plant their grass, then they leave it. Until the goats come and chew it. And they leave it to become overgrown or anything. But you must plant a garden around you. Amen. Amen. Are you here this evening? Verse 7. I got me servants and maidens. 
and had what singers servants born in my house number three build people build let there be a gathering of people around you hallelujah amen too many people i walk alone too many people don't have friends many people the person you call a friend does not call you a friend because you have not made any attempt of of building friendship amen amen paul in acts chapter 16 it says paul came to debbie and lystra and behold a certain disciple was there named timotheus say paul by lystra and now she and her friend timotheo three verse three him paul would have go forth with him and took him some people you must take them and bring them into your life are you here some people you must go and find them and make them your friends not everybody who is my friend today was my we are born as friends the, the pastors who are my friends we are, we are friends and colleagues but there are many other people who are not pastors that i have made my friend and i have brought myself to make them my friends and and you will find that paul took you must take somebody as your friend and but the person is not my friend i know that is why you must make the person your friend that is why when you come to church one thing must do it you must avoid in churches walking alone i always look and see those who are sitting alone in churches i'm looking i'm looking right now because some people when they come you see when you go onto a bus when you i mean these days we don't all the buses are packed we don't have any bus that but is not packed. But in the days when we had buses that were not fully packed, you will see everybody will join one line first. Any, any person will go and look for an empty row and sit there. And when all the empty rows have at least one person there, before a second person will join him on another road. Uh, 
You don't understand what I'm talking about. Now it's trotro. There's no chance to sit anywhere. A lot of people, when they come to a place, they look for a chair and then they sit down alone. Like how Eric is here, like alone. Alone. No chair, nobody but him. Alone. Alone. Nobody by him. I, I walk alone. I sit alone. Alone. Rosemary, alone. Rosemary, alone. Look at you, alone. As if there's nobody you know in the church. Then you ask, nobody likes me. Look at you. Alone. Who like you? My friend didn't come. Madam for Amenti. How many friends do you have? Two. And now for him, I will meet you. Listen. This is your chance to go and sit by somebody and say, I take you as my friend. I take you as my friend. But you are sitting alone. No. Listen. There is nothing as befriending as sitting by somebody at a common place. If you don't know the person before you came, uh, somewhere in the course of the, this thing, they will say, tend to your neighbor. <laughs> then you tell them, say hello. Now, hello what you cannot talk. And it is natural and easy to start a conversation with somebody in a room where we are all together. But many people don't know how to make friends. And they wonder that, ah, people are not friendly. That's not my experience. Nobody's helping me. No. There is no time that I cannot call anybody and somebody will come. Midnight, 1 a.m. Anytime I can call, I have people I can call. And they will come. Because we are friends. And I have some old friends from very, very far back. But I have some new friends that are also very new and very close. Because I make them friends. You, you are making no efforts. Uh, we become friends. We don't become friends. We make friends. It's a conscious thought. I will make a friend. Tell somebody from today you are my friend. You see, also, listen, listen. Very often, the person by you somebody you know. Very often. Very often. Very often. Very 
You are making a friend. I'm building me a friendship. That's why you can become depressed. And then when they close church, you alone will see you walking. Walking in the darkness. No, but listen. From today, anybody you see walking home alone, take a picture with your phone and bring it to me. Take a picture. We shall put it on the screen. This person. This person. Come and explain why you are walking alone. You see, it's also for happiness. But now so who are you going to marry? Why now be worrying? Who are you going to marry? Why now be worrying? You have sat alone for all these years. Who is going to marry you? That is why you are still on the bench. Because you haven't made anybody your friend. And you see, boys can admire, but they don't move quickly. Boys are very slow. So until they have knowledge or encouragement, or they have a sign that it will work. Yeah. <laughs> they need a sign. No, nobody knows what's happening in this corner here. <laughs> also, listen, listen, listen. One of the reasons why it is difficult for some people to marry is you don't have friends. You don't have friends. That, that's a simple problem. Those, those you know are not close. You know they are named. That's all. They're not your friend. Tell somebody, eh, next week I'm going to sit by somebody. <laughs> Let's think, dear, I'm coming. I'm going to sit by somebody. Don't necessarily sit by somebody you know. Because otherwise, uh, that's how I will feel comfortable. No. Sit by anybody. This morning I was talking to uh, uh, my son. They are, they are going for a camp. camp. And he says that they, they want to fly. When they fly, it's just two hours flight. But they can also go by a bus. 20 hours bus. He said that the bus ride is far. Do you know what I told him? Call your friend. Take the bus. boss. He said, it's far. I said, by the time you get there, you have shared all your secrets, the two of you. You have opened your heart to each other. And that guy will be your best friend for life. 
Because through suffering, you understand each other. Make the person your friend. Amen. Amen. And so, listen. One of the things I also tell you is that your best friend should be in church. I mean, as I look at this room, my best friends are in this room. Yeah. Down the front row in this room. I have classmates in Kumasi. Yeah, but my best friends are in this room. And so you too, you must look around and say, my best friend is in this room. If you cannot say that, you are somewhere. I am true, it's true. I, I will not change it. No, I will not, I will not modify it. Look around, and if you cannot see your best friend in the room, either you don't have proper friends, or you yourself are not proper. And now one can own your papa. No, I didn't see anybody looking around. Look around and check. Check. Ask your neighbor, where is your best friend? Ask your neighbor, where is your best friend? Where? Where? If they can't ask, I say, hey, there's somebody here. There is somebody here like that. How many have their best friend in the room? Give me a wave. You have your best friend here. Hey, look at the hands that are down. Look at the hands that are down. Tell them change your life. Pastor, people are some way. No, listen. Listen. People are not some way. They are very, very, very some way. Very, very, very people. Human beings. They are complicated complexities. It's difficult to understand human beings. Especially you. As you, you. You don't make sense. So join the mass and be inside like that. That is how people are. They don't make sense. They are so very different. They are unpredictable. No problem. Become one. And be happy. Amen. Amen. When they ask me, how can some people be my friends? I say, easy. They are my friends. <laughs> Are you here? I'm reading verse 8. I gathered me also silver and gold. Asking about, do you have any money? Do you have any money saved 
somewhere. But I don't have money. So for me, exactly. One of the most amazing things is that I have seen is that poor people buy kebab more than rich people. <laughs> Kebab. Oh, 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 it's not true. I have, I have seen it with my eye. I have, I have been at places where I have a lot of money and I don't buy anything. And I see some young young boys buying Coca-Cola and buying biscuits. And I, I, I'm amazed. You are not hungry. You are not hungry. You are not thirsty. You are not anything. But your money is worried. you. So it's saying, spend me. Let me do something. And you too, foolish person. You say, okay, I agree. Hey, I have seen it so often. People who don't have money spend more than those who have money. That's why you don't have savings. Yeah. That's why you have nothing on you. And, and you see, Pastor, my money is so little, I spend all of it. Who is like that? Why now, Tessa? Your money is so little, you spend all of it. Let me see your hand. Hey! The person is not here. One person. Two. The rest are liars. <laughs> Listen. If your money is so little that you spend all of it, it doesn't make any difference if you remove some and hide it. It will still finish just like that. So, when they pay you your 80 cities or your 100 cities, and you know it will finish by the 18th, remove 10 cities after paying tithe. Remove 10 cities. And put it somewhere. And you have 72 minus 10, 62 cities left. It will finish. But you will still go to the month as like that. The same way you have suffered with 72, you suffer the same way with 62. You will not suffer more. And after a while, you won't even notice that you have removed some to save it. You tell somebody, no matter how poor you are, no, tell the person, they don't know what to pray. No matter how poor you are, and, and, and listen, listen, let me say something here tonight. We are, we are, you see, we are children of God. There must be nobody who has nothing. I'm not joking. 
There must be nobody who has nothing. That is why the principle of the booster is so important. That nobody shall appear before God empty handed don't think you are being wise when you come to church and you don't have money you are actually being a very big fool because you are appearing before God empty handed to worship him no you are making a mistake you see and those who say they have nothing they have something they have I, I am yet to see somebody who has nothing of course sometimes you are broke it's true but there is nobody who is always broke two or false I said true or false even those who are unemployed they are not always broke. Somehow money comes to their pocket some kind of way. You must have some silver and gold. I gathered me also silver and gold. You must have so you must not chop all your money. No, you must not. You must not. Amen. Amen. Pastor, my money is small. I know it's small. But if you can manage not to chop everything, you have just become a, a great person. And if you can follow this principle, you will not be poor in life again. I said, she will not be poor in life again. I teach my boys, you must manage. I teach them. You must manage. So whatever you have, you must make it go far. People learn differently. But you can learn it. Now, whatever I have, it is what I have to use. What I have to use. And my boys, they will calculate all their bills. And bring it to me. I always give less. I always give less. Because that is how life is. Very few are paid more than they can spend. Everybody is paid, they need money. Ask your neighbor, don't you need money? You don't need money? Build savings of some kind. Tell somebody never again appear before God empty handed. Next time you are going to church, by all means, even coins. And the last one, and you try to cry. Build an altar. See. Genesis 12. Abraham. Abraham. Verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham. 
and said unto thy seed will I give this land and there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him listen if you have seen the Lord you must build an altar if you have come across the Lord in your life you must build an altar that is how we worship our God Abraham had just met God this is the beginning of his walk with God and the first thing was build an altar and so you too prepare to build an altar what for? sacrifice sacrifice I pray that by the time we finish our book you will understand sacrifice then you embrace it and he removed from there unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent having Bethel on the west and, and high on the east this is verse 8 and there he builded an altar unto the Lord Abraham didn't build one altar. He built altars at different times of his life. Yes, you sacrifice to come to God. But listen, there is not only one sacrifice. We keep sacrificing. We keep giving up things for God. Build an altar. Put something down for God. Amen. Amen. Build. Are you a good person? Are you trying to build your life? Are you trying to be a good person in this world? Then build an altar. Verse chapter 22. After these things, God did test Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, Abraham, take now thy son, whom thou lovest, and go and offer him for a burnt offering. Yeah, I know you like those things. I know you like television. I know you like Nigeria movies. I know you like food. I know you like these things. But this evening, God is saying that if you have seen him, if you have walked up with him, if you want to call upon his name build an altar build an altar in your life put something down on that altar something you like 
something you like. I have put many things down. Films. And music. And room. I, I, I don't bother much. I used to watch a lot of films. Now I can watch one film. I can go a long time. I've been watching a film. I can start a film and stop in the middle. And, and, and go away. I've cured my heart of that thing. Ask people, what thing do you like? That you are going to put down on the altar for the Lord. What, what can you give up that is yours? For the Lord. For the Lord. Because Abraham, when he saw the Lord, Abraham, he built an altar. Let's see, a foreign muchia. I want us to prepare ourselves. If I see a CCM, to build altars. Say, you see a foreign muchia in our lives. Oh, your brim. Something you like. Bibi awope. Something you like. Bibi awope. That you give it up. For the Lord, don't, don't give away old shoes. Oh, no. Or a shirt you can't wear. A pen that can't write. A pen that can't write. A watch that is false. A watch Then you give it away. No, no, no. That's no sacrifice. That's no offering. Something Abraham gave up his son. Abraham and, and, and that is the altar that you must build. I, I pray that in the course of these weeks it will become clear to you. That something you like, you have to give it up. Maybe you want to keep your peace. I want to stay home and be happy in my small world. Me, my husband, and my two children. With a candle in our middle. We eat dinner with a candle. We lay table. One, two, three. Me, my husband, firstborn and lastborn. At the table. I don't know. Give up something. Build an altar. See, for Pastor, I don't know what to give up. So for No, you don't want to give up. Everybody knows what they have to give up. Everybody knows. You know what you like. Maybe sleep. It's food. Is boys or girls? Is money? Everybody knows that thing that keeps you from getting that much closer 
to the Lord. And maybe you have done it before. But there's always another altar to build. When I was praying about my church, and I said, Lord, my church is not growing again. I said, Lord, it, it was growing nicely in the beginning. And then for a while it stopped growing. I said, Lord, I've sacrificed. I've left a crowd to come to Tamale to come and build church. And, and I'm doing everything. But it's not growing again. It has stopped growing. I said, Lord, why? You know what the Lord said? Your sacrifice in coming here is finished. Do another one. Do something else. I thought that I could only do one sacrifice for the rest of my life. He said, no. Sacrifice something else. And when you do, you see another growth. So tonight, I don't know where you stand. Whether the first sacrifice or the second sacrifice. Whether you have seen the Lord and you are now going to sacrifice to get to know him. Or you have moved to Bethel and to sacrifice again. Or the point of giving up your best. That one always comes later when you have seen the Lord a bit more. But tonight, and so none are dream. Wanna bow your heads? Open so suit, yes. Talk to God for one minute. So near Ask the Lord, what are you asking me to give up? What are you asking of me? Then will be My job, my 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 money, my time, my free time, Whatever it is, Lord. This evening, I believe God will talk to you. Something He will ask of you. Everybody has something that God will take from you. He will not take as a man takes. But He will take to check your heart. Whether you love Him more than these things. Just pray right now, one minute. If you can see, write it down. So with me, who are true to If you can hear what God is saying, write it down. In your notebook, in your diary. Can what God is telling you to give up. Say, Radini, all catchers the jamu. Write it down. True to Just write it down tonight. It will be clear to you. I want more of your time. I want your early morning. Stop watching these films and spend time with me. Give up that radio. It's always on. Turn it off. Give it up. You know every radio presenter in Kumasi. Turn off the radio and pay attention to my voice. You are so caught up with your studies. Lay it down. God is asking something of almost all, all of us who are here tonight. 
Say, Lord, speak. Write down what it speaks to you. That's the key to your moving forward and becoming a great leader. A great person. A great person. Speak, Lord. If you are willing to obey, you will hear God speak this evening. If you will obey, you will hear God clearly tonight. What altar to build in your life? You will hear it clearly. Pagans, they can sacrifice their last sheep, their last chicken, and their last goods. Because they know their God they are serving. Tonight we are also coming to meet our God. Individually. Prepare yourself for an altar. An altar. Write down what God speaks to you tonight. Right? Make a note of a, a word, a, a thing. And if you can offer up this thing, you will move forward. And you'll be on the way to being a great person. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray tonight that you speak to us in a way, in a manner that will be clear to each of us. I pray, Lord, that tonight you show us the next step on the road to greatness. I, I pray, Lord, tonight that you help us to understand your purpose and your plan for our lives and how to accomplish it. Tonight, show us what to offer on the altar of our lives. Show us what to give up to draw closer to you. Show us what to bear to be free of the hold and the grip of this world on our lives. Tonight, the Lord, help us to turn away from every fascination with the world and to fix our eyes and our gaze on you. In the name of Jesus. Help us, O Lord, to have the courage and the strength to give it up. And as we build all these things in our lives, signs of greatness will come upon us. Signs of development as great leaders will be seen in our lives. We shall be blessed. Thank you, Father. And if you're here tonight and you haven't given your heart to Jesus, tonight is a good night to do that. Maybe you have control of your life still. Tonight you can give up that control. 
to Lord Jesus you are here tonight you want to say Lord Jesus come into my heart if you are here like that wherever you are just give me a wave right just your right hand thank you Lord Jesus Father thank you for saving us from our sins we say we love you very much in Jesus name Amen 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 We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He